0: Welcome to Keep Taking Ground, the saxophone podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Ryan. and we're back with another episode. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You can expect conversations with award-winning and in-demand saxophonists from around the world and across jazz and contemporary styles. You know, I believe that my guests know something that the rest of us don't yet know. And that's what I'm curious about. So I want to create a resource that will help you create a uh, Keep taking grong, sorry, in your personal, professional, musical, and creative journeys and connect with the saxophone community worldwide. worldwide. Today's guest is, uh, was born in Guadeloupe, which makes him my Caribbean brother. He, is, uh, he has been at the center of several musical revolutions. Neo Soul, next to D'Angelo and Erika Badu. New Jazz as a founding member of the late Roy Hargrove's RH Factor. He outright created two surging styles, Quokka jazz and voodoo jazz, uh, reuniting jazz music with its Afro-Caribbean and spiritual origins. His impressionistic writing, powerful tone, and wide-ranging language, uh, both lyrical and angular, have fueled a growing presence on the world stage. After playing alongside such luminaries as Roy Hargrove, Danilo Perez, Ari Honig, and Chucho Valdez, he finally decided to follow his own vision as a band leader and formed his Gwoka Jazz Project and recorded two albums for Universal Records. Uh, he has become an ambassador for a school of modern jazz rooted in voodoo music. And sorry, and he is an associate professor at Berklee College of Music, where he's teaching mainly ensembles over different uh, styles and is also planning to let in Caribbean jazz into this prestigious institution. It's my pleasure to welcome no other than Jacques Wasba to the podcast Jack. Welcome.
1: Thank you Jesse for this beautiful introduction.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's my pleasure uh to have you on the podcast. I've been following you for a very long time as a matter of fact when I was back in in living in Trinidad um the first time I saw you perform was with Etienne Charles. Um that has to be like 2009. So uh, over yes. over 10 years ago and um I've been following you ever since um you've had have and continue to have an amazing career as both a leader and a sideman
1: and now teaching at Berkeley College of Music yes uh those, those days with Etienne ich, were wonderful yeah yeah Etienne and I have remained good friends and uh uh we we are actually currently even talking about uh you know him taking a listen and uh, uh, giving me some some pointers on on my very latest recording awesome. to see if I, I need to add some harmony here and, and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, man. Those kind of
0: collaborations um, are really lifelong ones. I, I I really noticed that you guys were doing something special when I saw when I saw that show back in two thousand and eight because I was aware of ATN. And then um, I became aware of you. And then when I checked out your music, I was re- realizing that you were sort of um, also um, creating music in the same vein in terms of creating Creole jazz and mixing jazz, modern jazz and modern sounds with Afro-Caribbean traditions. Um, and I think that's probably become part of your musical DNA, right?
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, when I first uh, started you know, getting into saxophone and jazz, I always uh, dreamed of uh, finding uh, a common ground between uh, Afro-Caribbean rhythms and melodies and and jazz harmony and improvisation. Uh, It's something that uh, wasn't really done, especially not with the uh, roots music, uh, traditional spiritual music from the Caribbeans. Yeah there there was always uh like a a style of uh of caribbean music uh that that that, that was a little more digest mm-hmm. uh, based uh on 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 1625 yeah, yeah. for you yeah. know uh don't stop the carnival yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or St. Thomas uh, yeah. or what we have uh in guadeloupe begin that mm-hmm. that, that, yeah. that, that is a uh, uh kind of joyful uh and and uh but, but uh as far as the spiritual the more african-rooted style of uh afro-caribbean expression chango music yeah folklore music yeah uh woka uh haitian voodoo yeah uh, uh th- 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 those are areas that escape the realm of uh, uh jazz collaborating with uh, uh, and intersecting yeah. with African-Caribbean uh, music and this is the area that that was always interesting to me because I, I always felt uh, uh, the the power the spiritual power of music yeah uh, um, uh, I've ventured into different religions uh, 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 throughout my life but the, the constant uh, was that my my true religion came through music, right? You know, because this is where I I, I receive my spiritual food,
0: mm, mm. Uh,
1: and and, and uh, it turns out that uh, in all the the Afro Caribbean traditions uh, and and and, and uh, the Afro American and the African traditions as yeah. well, music is always a center, yes, uh, a piece, yes, you, you know. Uh, 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 in 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 uh in Gnawa music which you know those are the Africans from Morocco yeah the entire religion is 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 about chanting mm. all, all, the entire religion is is the music wow there, there is no prayer that is not uh, accompanied with a melody and rhythm right uh so uh and, and this for me is is emblematic that uh, of of how how we live uh, our spirituality uh, and, and um uh ever since uh my awareness of uh, the importance of of, of music uh, in our identity as afro caribbean yeah. uh i I've never led up in in my search to to uh, understand that common ground between improvisation composition yeah. harmony jazz and, and, and spiritual roots music.
0: Amazing. You know, I, I wanted to delve a little bit deeper with that um in a second. But let's 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 go back in time a little bit and and how how did did, did Jack, how did Brother Jack as <laughs> some people say end up with a saxophone in his hand? So let's start at the beginning.
1: You know, uh I really started uh, uh very late. Uh um I played uh Guarupian Hendrum uh, when i was four mm-hmm. uh then i uh, i played some played some uh, guitar uh when i was seven okay. yeah. uh, uh, uh and uh uh then i embarked on a journey uh to graduate you know at sixteen from high school and then uh start uh, uh and graduate from uh uh, law school at, at twenty, uh, uh, very early, and then uh, I entered the School of Government uh, mm-hmm. in in uh, in Paris. And uh, uh, upon graduating, uh, um, you know, I was offered a, a great position in the French administration, uh, but uh, I went on back on vacation in Guadeloupe. And a friend of mine had a, a tenor saxophone that she was not using, okay. but, but she knew how to put the reed on and everything. <laughs> and I, I had always been a fan of Coltrane and Charlie yeah, Parker yeah. and Coleman, Coleman Hawkins, uh, and Ben Webster and Dexter Gordon, uh, and Sonny Rollins. So, so when I saw that tenor saxophone, I was like, oh my god! I always dreamt of of, of playing one of those. Yeah. Could you put it together for me? Yes. Uh, and 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 she assembled it for me and and uh, made sure that the it was leveled properly. <laughs> yes. My mouth and everything. And, and 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 then I I started playing, uh, and I, I quickly within five ten minutes figured how the 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 scale was working yeah yeah and i started playing some melodies and and i started trying to uh reproduce some of the the language that i had in my mind from listening right. all these years you know to all the greatest uh uh horn players and and uh everybody was like stop bsing uh, <laughs> everybody here you you you, you 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 how how long how many years have been have you been playing the saxophone uh uh uh, uh and i i thought they were just complimenting me for right, it. Right. but then one of them told me so, you know you know we have a little band and we need a saxophone player for tomorrow uh uh can you play the gig <laughs> and, and and so the next day uh of uh my my you know first uh uh love affair with with the saxophone i, I started gigging okay hold on a second so you,
0: you picked up the saxophone one day and was it the same day they invited you to play
1: yeah so the following that, day we, we, we had some friends around <laughs> while i was while i was trying the horn right and and, and, and uh uh you know one of them uh w- w- was a a piano player okay and and, and he had a little band and, and the singer was there too and they were like you know we need the saxophone player for tomorrow's gig I, 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 <laughs> I, I, are you available i was like of course i'm available <laughs> uh, you know uh, they're on vacation right <laughs> and, and, and and uh so so uh, I, they were like well are you hired and, and 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 uh uh that that summer i i played Four to five gigs every week, with uh, uh, w- w- with that band, and then with other bands,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and, and uh, of course everybody w- dismissed right off the bat when the fact that I I, I had just started, right. they, they, w- they wouldn't even listen when I when I said that that kind of stuff. They were <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, you you like you like to 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 look cool." Everybody right, right, was, right. Oh, let me not just bringing it up anymore. Yeah, uh, so uh that 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 that's how I started playing the saxophone and uh uh then you know after a year and a half of that uh that position yeah uh, um i had really uh i had to face an existential question mm-hmm. about what I was going to do with my life because yeah. uh I was g- getting more and more thrilled with the, playing the saxophone uh although you know uh it was not realistic for me to become a, a professional player starting that late uh and i knew that there was no history of anyone uh had having achieved anything you know having uh started that late uh so i was like you know i have really no chance of yeah. of of achieving anything but yet this is what i really want to do yeah. uh so uh, I uh quit that one job and 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 uh uh took another job as an assistant senator in paris mm-hmm. uh, uh that that was uh, a lighter job with, with with less work and 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 being in paris i, I could actually attend all the jazz concerts because there is a, a a serious you know jazz life in paris
2: yeah
1: and and uh one night i uh, i went to le petit oportant it's a very small jazz club in in paris mm-hmm. and um uh there was playing uh, a a band of three berkeley professors one of them being um uh what what, what was oh my god uh Garrison fuel mm-hmm. the the guitar player who who passed away about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. uh and uh at the end of the set they were about to play the the last song and garrison said you know uh since i was the only one in left in 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 the club Mm -hmm. you know hey dude do you do you want to do you want to play the last song with us you know, you you have your your saxophone case in front of you, yeah, yeah. and you, you you're clapping at the right spot. So obviously, you 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 know what we're doing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. Let, let, uh, it would be my honor. And uh, then afterwards, they, they they were like, "So you know, what's your next tour? Uh, who did you record with? With with our which CDs did you release?" And and yeah. I was like, oh, "I just started uh, a year and a half ago." yeah uh so i i have no idea what you're talking about and anyway it's way too late for me to even dream of uh, doing anything as a saxophone player yeah well if you did this in a year and a half uh you should be at berkeley and and uh you know follow your dreams
2: right right
1: so uh they sent me uh manuals to study arrangement Uh, air training yeah uh uh uh, all the 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 core uh disciplines that are required to actually uh enter berkeley and and, uh, uh four months later i went to audition and they they gave me a scholarship and i stayed and never looked back
0: amazing no I think it's so important that you share that story because I remember reading part of that story somewhere online and it was during a time when I was back home in Trinidad. So I, I did my first year at Berkeley. I had a partial scholarship there and um it was really expensive coming from Trinidad. So um I was trying to figure out how I was gonna finance it. I was back home for three years and I I went through a period of time where I was researching some of my the stories of some of my favorite musicians and you were one of those people. And um, I read a little bit of that story that, that you started later. Now, how old, how old were you when you went to Berkeley? So what, when I went to Berkeley, I was 27. Right. So as you said, that's not the norm. And um, me growing up in, in the Caribbean, um, I think, well, I, I got a saxophone in my hand when I was around the age of 14, um, which is, it's not common, Right. Um, And so I was I was lucky, lucky or blessed or whatever you want or you want to call it um, to have that opportunity. But I still didn't have access to a lot of the education that some of my North American counterparts had at at that age. So in some ways, I still felt as though I was playing catch up and I still feel like 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 that. But for you, um, you started even even later than I did. Um,
1: twice, 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 almost twice as late.
0: Right, and went to Berkeley at 27. You already almost almost 30. Yeah. So, um, can we talk about a little bit more about some of the factors that influenced that decision? I know you shared this story with coming up to come um, coming into contact with the Berkeley professors and all of that, but you seem to have a sort of intrinsic drive and 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 a love for the music that was almost calling you to go deeper in the music even before you had any opportunities to do it in a serious way so what were some of the personal things you were thinking about and and um and i guess daily dealing with between you know your your job um and music you know
1: uh uh i was questioning uh any possibility of becoming uh, a musician, you know, I I, I was wondering uh, which avenue it could take, uh, mm. and, and uh, it, it was unthinkable for me to to become, you know, uh, a real jazz player, you yeah. know, playing with the 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 greatest musicians of our times. Or yeah. uh, I, I, it was it was not even. <clears throat> imaginable uh but but uh i i thought that it was uh, uh you know under my reach to be able to possibly teach uh, uh you know children and 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 play <laughs> on, on 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 saturday night you know in the local joint yeah uh, for 50 bucks and and, yeah. and 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 then go back to my little basically i i had i just wanted to switch my life and dedicate uh my energy uh to to music however uh form it would take yeah you know, and 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 uh it's just that uh I was so j- passionate about the music uh i I was practicing you know between six and and eight hours a day sometimes ten uh and and uh I grew very fast once I got to Berkeley yeah because prior to that. I had no way. Uh, I just didn't have time to practice every day. First of all, and when I practiced, it was half an hour or an hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all of a sudden, I had unlimited practice time at Berkeley. At Berkeley, right, right. Yeah, and th- th- that's what made uh, such a gigantic difference because uh, I was able to tap into my potential yeah. uh, as a, as a saxophonist for the very first time.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, and and uh, every time i learned something new uh it was a personal victory <laughs> uh i i was uh celebrating inside and 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 uh uh just uh you know it it put me in in uh on 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 uh on a path of uh, constant thrill uh in 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 a in, in a fast uh, chasing quest
0: yeah yeah uh,
1: of course the the better you get and also the the older you get the slower uh you progress at, and uh so now uh any very small progress is a huge victory at this stage of my life <laughs> my career you yeah. know if i can do better something that i i've been working on for years it's it's it's, it's huge at this point of my life but uh yeah. at, 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 at the time uh it was almost daily that, that that I was able to make some type of uh, progress. Right. So uh of course uh must have been really encouraging for you. it was encouraging for me and yeah. uh uh also uh it it, it, it was almost a, a state of permanent hallucination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, uh where, where I was in in a different world speaking a, a, a language that I, I had not uh, spoken on a regular basis before in English of course yeah. uh with people who had totally different cultural references you know uh had no idea uh uh of of the world that I came from and didn't care either right. uh, and, and 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 at the same time uh I spent all these hours really by myself in in the shed in the practice room yeah uh uh remote from any other living creature <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh so it, it felt almost like uh, uh, uh an interesting and, and thrilling dream yeah where where everything is fast moving but at the same time I, I'm trying to push uh, back a, a an invisible wall that 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 is constantly in front of me. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but still, I'm moving it. Yeah, and you know. Do uh, Do you feel like th- if th- that, that-, that uh, let me just say something? Th- also, there is yeah. a, a a little say that I don't remember from which book that said says it it was impossible. Therefore, they did it. <laughs> And, wow. and that, 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 that was my, my story back then.
0: Amazing. I, I was just going to ask you as someone, um, you know, leaving cause you're living in France at the time. So you were very much, um, had, had you visited the U S before then, before you
1: went to Berkeley? Once I had visited the, the U S when I was, uh, uh, 12 years old. Okay. Uh, I went to New York mm-hmm. and, uh, uh for for a month yeah uh uh around harlem Mm -hmm. and I, i
0: just loved it awesome you know so i was gonna ask you you were experiencing all of these new things all at once new experiences on the saxophone culturally um coming from france to the to the to the u.s um I know that a lot of international students um struggle personally um with all of those changes. Um how do you feel like if you balance sort of the personal with the musical? Um or or was it that you were such on a high with the 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 new things that were happening that it kind of helped to balance some of the challenges of that? How how was that for
1: you? It it was it was challenging because yeah. uh uh you know first of all there was the uh the racism the discrimination mm-hmm. or you know, the separation of of races mm-hmm. uh I, I was uh part of the one of the first uh, black students uh uh union at the time
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh and but but at the same time since i was not speaking with a with a fluid american accent i, I was an outsider
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh being light-skinned on top of it yeah uh my 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 voice didn't really uh mean much but mm. then again uh among whites it it, it meant even less uh, <laughs> and, and and uh it it was not until i started uh, uh playing with some luminaries in uh in boston like Danilo perez or yeah. you know, bob moses that that you know my peers started paying attention to me and 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 you know my my voice started mattering yeah uh but yet it it it, it was uh uh it was i i, I never felt uh accepted uh, as a foreigner in any of the bands that was touring with uh, wow. white or white or black mm. uh, uh uh people always made fun of uh, my accent uh Pepe Le Pew, whatever you know <laughs> And, and uh, on top of that, I, I was successful with the ladies and uh, that, that created some some little tension with the yeah. other fellows and, you know, so more mockery of uh, my ways of doing things. And I was like, uh, um, I, I started not to care. Uh, at first, it, 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 the, the first 10 years, I would say uh, it, it, it was very hurtful uh to feel constantly excluded Wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, uh but then after a while i, I uh it, since my 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 focus was on the music uh and and as i got fulfillment from yeah. that uh and 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 my dialogue about the music was always uh um productive yeah uh, with 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 my 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 partners Uh, i I started not to care about the other stuff
2: yeah yeah. you
1: know Uh, it it was it was part of the package that somebody was going to make fun of my my accent my ways of thinking yeah and, and 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 uh it's interesting for me to see today how uh this is frowned upon finally you know uh by everyone uh including uh my my black brothers uh who you know uh are about inclusion and, and are watchful about othering uh people who who look or uh talk uh, a little differently and yeah I'm 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 very glad about this it's just that it happened 30 years too late (laughs) for you (laughs) you know I I think
0: it's important that I ask these kind of questions because I think oftentimes um, in spaces like this when conversations like this happen between between musicians it's usually about the craft and about music and about the different elements of how you do this and how you play play this. But I feel like if it's imp- it's it's impossible to disconnect the musical or the creative with the personal. You know, they always um intersect. And um in that way I want to shift the conversation a, a little bit. And um, you know, as you know, the name of the podcast is Keep Taking Ground. And um so I wanna ask you, what have you been in pursuit of um, you know, since that time um, you, I mean, you've released numerous records as a leader, you've toured and so on. So what have some of the things that, what what have you valued and been in pursuit of over the years you know, as a saxophone player, as a musician?
1: Well, I would say uh, I've been in pursuit of uh, some type of balance between uh, writing and playing. Okay when i first became a band leader uh writing became uh my my first priority and then my playing lagged behind yeah i feel the same way prior to that I, I was i was a a, a sideman and my job was to sound good right, on my right.
2: saxophone.
1: Yeah. So that was that, that was my my number one priority. Yeah. And and, and uh um, I, I was a uh, you know a deluxe I would say sideman because I was playing with uh all those major stars both yeah. uh, from the jazz and the the neo soul slash hip hop yeah. scene. Uh uh. So uh. I, I was putting all my effort in into making sure that uh if somebody came to try to uh you know uh get me booted out of my gig uh he would feel the heat yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> especially- especially in New York or those places where you you, you know there's always somebody trying to to get your gig
2: that
1: mm. you know, the, the uh try trying to audition or 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 sit in with the band and everything uh, the the uh I would always see a, a guy with a saxophone uh but precisely because I was a foreigner mm-hmm,
0: uh,
1: they, they were they 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 thought I w- I would be a, a soft target yeah
0: yeah who's
1: who's this guy <laughs> exactly you know he's an american yeah. playing with this this you know gigantic star mm-hmm. uh, of the american scene we, I, I can definitely get that gig, and and I I, I would be like super prepared. <laughs> yeah. Now, was that something? Do you feel like if that
0: was like intentional, like you became aware of that fact, and you intentionally would step up your game, or do you feel like if that's something more intrinsic to who you are as a person, like being really competitive and being on your game?
1: Oh well, I'm always on my game, right, right, uh, as, right. as much as I can be, right. You know right. That, that, that 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 but but uh. Uh, I, I, at that point, I had understood my my situation as an outsider, right? You know, uh, and and uh, having to always prove a little more yeah. than, than than the people who who are in the fold,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. You know, uh, so uh, I, I knew that that uh, every time we would go into a major city, I would have to prove myself a little extra, push a little harder, yeah. Uh, Play a a, a few uh, a, a extra uh, licks that that, that that would bring a lot of attention yeah. to me and away from whoever w- was trying to get my gig.
2: Yeah, you know. <laughs> and
1: and, and uh, uh, now when I became a band leader, I was focused on just leading the band. Yeah. and creating you know the right atmosphere on stage. Mm. And, and uh, for, for for the first three four years. That you know, uh, my 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 playing was secondary in my preoccupations and oh. priorities. Okay. Uh, but but then I realized that uh, uh, I had stopped growing. Oh. like on the saxophone? On the saxophone. Okay. Uh, my understanding of, of leading a band had 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 improved. Yes. My my compositional concept had had, had gone further yes uh but 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 i was uh stagnating as a saxophone player oh. and, and and uh nobody was telling me that of course but but, but uh this is you know i have, i'm i've always uh, been kind of hard on myself and and uh, i i always take a, a pretty harsh look at my reality
2: yeah
1: uh no complacency at all myself yeah. uh to to afford sometimes uh uh, hmm. and, and and that's when i started uh shifting my focus to try to to regain a balance yeah. between writing and playing and this is uh now uh, i went uh over the 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 recent years through a period of time yeah. where where i uh, wrote so much music that that now i have uh three recorded album that i that can that, that i will release over the the next six to eight years right wow uh, and, and, and also an extra project that that is completely written already so i have like a surplus of, mm-hmm, of, of mm-hmm. Composition and and I've, i'm finally able to focus just on uh you know leading the band but also mainly on on, on sounding good myself so let's talk a little bit about how
0: you uh your process in trying to create that balance because i've spoken to you know a number of people that talk about using composition as a means of 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 development on the saxophone um but it seems like if you you might have been approaching it slightly differently um and sort of pushing the pushing the bones separate things and then seeing how those things in the second you talk about that a little bit how you created a balance both conceptually and like day-to-day in the practice room
1: so the thing is it's true that through your writing uh you challenge yourself yeah uh, conceptually yeah and 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 uh uh you you set goals yes to to be able to match uh your composition with 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 a a a great uh stylistic approach as a performer yeah but 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 now in order to 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 go from uh setting that goal to actually achieving it you need to quitting the hours
0: right okay yeah
1: so uh and and that's what i was not able to do at first because you know, uh, nobody taught taught me about being a band leader. It's something that I had to learn uh, on the gig, literally. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and 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 as a as a matter of fact, at first, that that load of of uh, being the band leader and being the frontman yes. was almost unbearable to me, mm. ha- ha- having been, you know, uh, basically responsibility free. For, for for all my career as a yeah. as, as as a jazz man yeah or as as a performer, I, I my my only uh you know responsibility was was to show up on time. Yeah. Sound check and then, the music. Yeah, uh, yeah. I tried to play my, my, my ass off if I had it in me. Yeah. Which which hopefully, you know, I had it in enough time to keep my gig. Yeah. Uh even uh against all intruders. <laughs> uh but uh uh now when i became a band leader uh the responsibility of of uh, uh conducting all the cues counting the right tempos uh, uh uh designing some some of the arrangement as i was going along keeping an, uh, an eye on the watch to respect the the time format of of uh, the theater the the okay. festival uh, yep. you know all those things and 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 worrying about also uh about uh, you know the uh the, the 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 audience attendance you know how many people are in the room you know uh, are they digging the music all those things uh you know i had to become aware of as 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 a, as a band leader yeah. which I, I never had to think about one second in my life prior <laughs> yeah you know uh and and, and then resolving conflicts bef- between musicians and yeah you know uh making sure i, I pay something uh right to 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 the band leader but still mm-hmm. uh keep it uh enough to actually pay my rent and yeah yeah uh, it's the 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 whole uh administration and and uh management part of uh, being a band leader just just ate me alive mm. uh, now, now i'm I'm able to deal with it yeah. uh because it has become second nature yeah uh i don't have to think about it anymore I just do it yeah uh, and and I can easily uh put that uh aside when when, when when i sat when I sit down in the practice room or or uh in the green room prior to you know to a gig and yeah. and warming up i I'm, I'm just focused 100% on the music effortlessly yeah. Yeah. uh because you know uh, i i fit in my suit my suit and uh i put i put on my my band leader uh, hat and and, yeah. and th- that's yeah. it
0: you've assimilated all of the skills and the sensibilities to to do that to function in that role yeah, effectively every, yeah
1: every time i see a a conflict i'm like oh yeah this guy yeah. Won't this you this know. guy wants that. Uh, yeah. Now I'm gonna give this guy a little bit of what he wants. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy a little bit of what he wants may make, make sure that they break break to, together, and yeah. then it's gonna be over. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I, it's I like a family, right? Already pre-written, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I have all the the the, the presets uh, <laughs> to conflict resolution and yeah. and and yeah. keeping harmony in, in my bands and. All yeah. that stuff, you know, what happens if, if uh, uh, somebody is not waiting for us uh, at, at, at the airport to pick us up, you know, no problem. I, I'm I'm on it. I, yeah. I already know the, the address of the hotel. I'm like, you know, guys, we're not going to wait. We're going to hop into a, a, a taxi and, yeah. you know, don't worry, I got it. You yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you need to eat something. It's on me. You know, the, I, I have all the scenarios and the yeah. the, 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 the little practical answers ready uh, so that we can have a smooth ride mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, at the time. Uh, so many things, you know, ju- just popped up along the way. I'm like, what,
0: I, what, I, what do <laughs> I do? <laughs> you know, it, that's so interesting because, you know, when I see, I mean, I, I guess I know this has to do with personality as well. But when I see arrogant musicians walking around, it really interests me because, especially when they're band leaders, because a band leader is in the is in a constant posture of serving. You know, serving the music, Absolutely. serving yeah. the band members, serving the promoters, serving the audience,
1: and you almost come last all the time. You always, not almost, you always come last. Right, right. You. you if if you think of yourself first, you 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 are going straight uh, into a wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, b- b- because uh, uh, you know uh, people will w- will start. You uh, um, you 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 facing mutiny basically. People are going to start talking behind your back. Yeah yeah you know, yeah, that, yeah yeah that, that yeah. You want people talking to you. Yep. Yeah, and letting you know what's going on. The yeah. second people feel like you're not competent to solve any of your own problems mm. in the in and and talk behind your back yeah. about you, you basically uh, not giving a shit and not being able to do your your job as a band leader. Yeah, that's when you you exposing yourself to all kinds of headaches that are which yeah, yeah, yeah. on on
0: this planet. So. So we talked i mean I, um, thanks so much for sharing all of that insight with you know your development as a as a band leader how how were you able like in the practice room to 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 create some more balance between that big season of growth as a band leader and then trying to push um and um develop as a just as a saxophone player again, you know so was it was it um did you did you recognize it as a big season of good as a band leader, and then you shifted, or was it sort of more of an organic sort of push and pull, trying to figure out, you know, how am I trying to create this balance in the practice room? That is, well,
1: I had to be intentional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the the great thing about starting uh, my career or the, or the saxophone very late is, is that I had uh, I, I was developed as just a, a student, you know, I right. had, you know, three degrees, uh, in comp- very competitive fields. You know, yeah. I, I had attended, uh, uh the School of Go- government, play, worked at the Senate, yeah. you know, surrounded with a very intellectually, uh, challenging, yeah. uh, environment. And, 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 uh, uh I, I had, de- I had developed a, a lot of, uh, problem solving ability, mm. Uh, so, uh, I, hmm. I applied this continually and I still do, you know, uh, every time I, I face a new problem, uh, I think, all, all my years of studying and then, yeah. uh, applying all the principles that I knew, uh, to practical cases along yeah. the way, uh, prepare me to quickly solve an, just about any problem, uh, in, in front of me these days. Yeah and, yeah and that yeah. that that that's that, uh but it took me a while to recognize actually that 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 uh my plane was lagging uh so and and uh uh and and w- once i recognized it i'm not sure that uh I, I cared enough to actually address it right away hmm. because for me the writing came first okay um i remember my motto at the time was that uh uh the 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 music, music has to be so strong that any good musician can play it and it, it will still sound great
0: okay yeah uh huh.
1: but uh now i changed my motto huh.
2: what's it now uh, uh
1: not only it, it, it has to be so strong that 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 uh uh, any good musician can make it sound good but i i I need to make it sound unique uh every time i play it oh. I, I i need to to take ownership of my own music in yeah. a way that's compelling uh to the audience when I play my own music right and, people and- ask to 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 walk out of there feeling like well you know no no one can play this music quite as well as the person who wrote it.
0: Great. Uh,
1: so, and, and, yes, go ahead. I was going to say, so in, in that way, you,
0: you, you're sort of shifting the focus from the process of writing to the process of performing and presenting the music and, and making that the experience for your audience.
1: Absolutely. You yeah. know, and, and uh, uh, of, oftentimes, you know, uh, nowadays, when, when, when I, I'm trying to put emotion in everything I do on stage. Uh, yeah. Uh, such as just playing the head. Hmm. When, when 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 people start clapping after I just played the head without soloing. Th- th- this is when I I, I am the happiest. Because they're not supposed to clap there but 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 yet if they, they they felt something from me just putting my heart pouring my heart into playing the 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 head uh I, I know I did something right
0: yeah i've, I've been I've been becoming more and more aware of um, musicians like yourself um, I've also heard Branford Marsalis um talk about. The importance of becoming aware of the audience, and um, and the importance of of how you present and connect, and it's very much the anti the anti jazz musicians' way of thinking. Sometimes, you know, it's it's. I feel like if a lot of jazz musicians um, aren't actively aware of audiences enough, do you feel that?
1: Uh, probably that that that's that, that that's a very pertinent point yeah. uh but w- what i would say is um on one hand i hate the the term uh entertainer okay yep yep yep
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm not a dancing bear yes <laughs> i'm I'm not a naked woman uh trying to get attention mm-hmm. uh, uh, or naked men for that matter yeah uh but but on the other hand I'm a communicator. Yes. Yes. Uh I'm supposed to uh channel energy mm-hmm. back and forth between uh the band, the music and the audience. Yeah. And and somehow if, if there is something that, that uh uh is not going through it's 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 my fault.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And so that's that's been sort of the the concept or, or the thing that you value that have that that has also helped you uh, develop just as a saxophone player to be able to present the music in a compelling and unique way
1: every single time. Absolutely, yeah. you know, and and uh, uh, I, I, I try basically, you know, I, I talked about spirituality, but yeah. I try to find the magic, mm. I, uh, uh, and 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 it it comes from you know uh the tone itself first you know uh if 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 uh uh if you're not able to p- to put some heart into just uh two or three notes yeah uh if if you have to play a uh a, a thousand notes to 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 touch start, start reaching people huh. Then, then, you know, you need to change something in your practice oh. and, and start working on ballads, yeah. you know, uh, try to, to emulate, uh, great singers. This is actually something that Bob Moses taught me, you know, because at, at, at the at the time I was, uh, like a young buck, you know, trying to play a whole, a whole bunch of not, notes every time I, I, I had the, 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 the limelight, mm. but, uh, uh, you know, creating an atmosphere just with one or two notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's something that 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 uh, creates a spiritual connection with with the audience. Mm-hmm. They they can actually, uh, you know, hear your 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 breath. Your, yeah. The nuances of of your sensitivity or of, of your aesthetic through the way. You actually shape uh, your tone and, yeah. and your vibrato,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and and, and uh, Etienne is actually great at at, at establishing that that uh, you know that that baseline that that uh, uh, that wave of serenity that yeah. allows uh, a connection with the audience, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: That's. That's really cool, and uh, I feel like if the way that you presented that just now kind of separates it into uh, two two spheres. There's the there's the intangible sort of uh, awareness and sensitivity and intention to create that sort of thing, but then there's the technical elements of vibrato and sound and tone that you have to cultivate to be able to um, execute in the moment in in the room you know as 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 well um
1: absolutely and and uh, it, it's it's the same whether you're playing a ballad or uh chiroki yeah you know uh, it, uh you, you need to be able to play a, a song very fast without having to play very fast lines
2: mm yeah
1: huh uh uh I know that's the go-to to to just play eight notes, whatever tempo you 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 play it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, if 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 you 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 s- try to think of singing. Yeah. Uh, you know whether whatever tempo it is, then yeah. then then you shift your focus. You know, and you can go back and forth between your fast runs. Yeah. And 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 more economical and mm. slow lines
0: yeah yeah that's a, that's amazing and you know you you said early on that you've been trying to find the magic and um, i think that's a, such a proof of word because when i listen to you play i would probably describe you as a magician the, the way that the way that you approach sound and the rhythmic feel and the way that you sort of carve out a moment in the music it's like so consistent every single time on your records uh when you're playing with etienne and and and, um i came across that record that you did with um with ari honing a couple um couple years ago i came across it uh such a good record um i think you have one of the the most unique sounds on the scene like right now um and so i would like to to talk about your your passion for, um, you know, blending Afro-Caribbean, um, music, um, with jazz language, jazz harmony, and how you've sort of carved out a unique sound for yourself. Um, and maybe if you have the opportunity to kind of share some of how you approach it and just kind of demonstrate, you know, for us.
1: Okay. So, uh, uh, well, we were just talking about, uh, playing e- economically yes. even over price rhythms yes uh so that that comes with two things uh playing shorter phrases
2: okay mm-hmm.
1: with, with with just three or four notes
2: okay
1: or playing uh shorter phrases with with the uh longer rhythmic value
2: mm. right yeah
1: uh so so if if i take a uh a, a fast song like a uh, cherokee yeah the 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 natural thing as a jazz player is is going to be to to do that kind of stuff like yeah but but if if you 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 start by establishing a little bit of space Is a, um, a more economical way of doing it where you, you, you're playing longer rhythmic values and, and you don't have to play uh fast or loud all the time. Right. And and, and then uh uh when I especially when I play uh Caribbean jazz, but not only. Uh, I always f- try to find uh, Caribbean syncopation, uh, and a lot of our phrases start on on the end of four and rebound on 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 on, on the end of, of of one. Yeah,
3: one, two, three, four. <laughs> Uh,
1: and in the the motive that, that, that I just used uh, i added another element that, that you find in, in caribbean phrasing is, is land strong on one note and, 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 and maintaining yeah so so you have that the, the end of four, the end of that, yeah that, that that that's very caribbean yeah. uh and then uh bapadu, pow! yeah 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 uh and, and and then land there and and stay there for a minute yeah and let, let that that breathe before before you play the next the the, the next phrase right and that, that forces you to think motivically as well
0: right right yeah
1: um so uh uh our I, I try to 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 think of this concept as the um, the melodic rhythm concept. Yeah. Where 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 I, I'm I'm imagining a Caribbean hand drum. That yes. I'm just putting notes uh, based on harmony. Yeah. On top of those rhythm. Uh, for for instance. It, it's it's something that's that that's a a, a jambi player can yeah can.
3: yeah
1: yeah now, now i put some notes to it yeah yeah so all, all those are, are are just rhythms yeah but I'm, I'm putting notes to, 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 to those. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, a, a lot of my, my phrases also start with a, uh, a, a bass note. Hmm. Uh, and, 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 uh, that, that's something that's common in, in all Afro-Caribbean styles of, uh, of, of melodies. Uh, you know, uh, and if, if you you hear uh, a lot of uh, calypso
2: yeah
3: so, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but but then when you 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 widen the the, the intervals is and all those are, are rhythms yeah you know all, all all those are so so when you you start combining all those things plus uh uh another concept that 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 I try to apply uh is is a uh, you know you you when, when you hear a djembe or uh, percussion player in, in 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 afro-caribbean tradition playing sometimes they they play rubato yes and and and, and um uh, it can go uh in a crazy way but while the rhythm is going yeah
0: yeah kind of more loose yeah
1: yeah and and and, and um it speeds up stops goes stops goes and then slows down yeah that's a this phrase is based on on this this concept and so it's valid already uh uh, in 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 a purely rubato context but when you play that way yes the rhythmic context with with a, a, a you know a, a, even a groove the pulse yeah 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 mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's a, a, there is an, another feeling coming out
0: of it absolutely and I think that sort of approach uh, you know every time I hear you do it it sounds like magic it it's 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 it shifts the energy in a in a very different way when you approach it um, like that you know and it, it definitely calls attention
1: uh, another aspect that I try to use mid middle of all this is, is, uh, uh, the altissimo
3: So, so that you,
1: you have the, those extreme ranges. Yeah. Uh, and 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 then you have those uh, electric accelerations. Mm. They stop, slow down, yeah, <laughs> and then start again, yeah, and turn and and go into a different range. So basically, there 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 is a uh, it, it it feels like a you know uh, almost like a zero gravity type of movement mm-hmm. where. You- they literally go wherever you want yes uh, yes and, and that that's, that's that's the feeling that i'm trying to to you know uh generate from that 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 type of phrases yeah, yeah. uh um so yeah I, I i could go into detail about absolutely yeah 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 a lot of those things actually I, i'm i'm trying to find the time i don't know when but to to write a a manual of, mm. of my uh, melodic rhythm concept.
0: That would be amazing. Uh, I would be uh, I would be the first to to, to buy a copy. And if, if you ever or when you release it, please let me know because I'd like to also promote it on the podcast for anyone watching right now. Because I'm I'm very sure there's a lot of people that would like to dig into that, including myself, Jack. I know I have one more question for you on this topic, um, because what you just demonstrated and shared is something that I'm I'm trying to develop in my own playing. Uh, so, what what uh, can you give some advice to anyone listening you now about how you could begin to develop that concept?
1: So, the the first thing is to to study, uh, uh or at least to try to analyze and and hear syncopation, right? Uh, and uh, it it will come from finding small syncopated motives right you, you, if if you start getting into something complicated from the the, the start first of all you'll be disgusted pretty quickly <laughs> yeah you know your time will be all, all over the place and you'll be like why am i wasting my time on this Right. right. whereas right. If, if if you if you focus on small increments yeah uh and and start to make it feel good this is where you 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 have your entry points yes so a simple line you know seven eight seconds then I, I i started developing it a little more yes so that you, you know your uh, listeners can see you know what the next step could possibly be yes you know, yes uh, oh, there are many other steps after that but but if, if you just try to make this little phrase yeah feels yeah. good
3: mm-hmm.
1: feel like light joyous and yes, not yes. laborious yes you no know, uh and just floating along but while, mm. but while grouping with the with the the rhythm yes you know and and uh, uh if 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 you if you used to play
3: yeah
1: like continuous uh uh eight notes now if you do that and then you put you throw in a bo, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> By, by introducing syncopation in the middle of your eight notes, yeah you just make it more interesting yeah yeah um, and 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 one last thing that i that I could uh, 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 you know recommend is is don't look down on quad notes and dot quad notes. it's it's simple but it's very compelling yes absolutely when you you start uh, mastering your tone your your pitch yeah and and and, uh you know all the the scales uh you know i was just using uh pentatonics yeah there uh and 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 and, uh it's it's not complicated but yet it's so efficient people are afraid of simplicity Mm. And they're f- afraid of space. They're afraid of silence. Uh, the, the the but but you have to remember that uh, silence is the canvas that you uh, you draw your painting on.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: And, and uh, in order to uh generates the feeling of magic that 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 we were just talking about Mm
2: -hmm. you have
1: to establish a dialogue with silence okay every phrase that you play has to be some type of question uh, uh aimed at silence and you have to wait for the response meaning leave that space
2: yeah yeah
1: for the next phrase to risk to, to actually bounce off what you got, the energy you're going to get from silence, you yeah. know, silence yeah. could, could be anything that you can think of that's compelling to you spiritually, or if, if you have no spiritual inclination uh, still, you know, I'm sure you, you when, when you're uh, you, you, you feeling that that's, that that overwhelming yes. wave of, of thrill
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh
1: from 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 the music or or from anything grand, grandiose or uh or or beautiful this yes. this is this is what i call the spirit you can't call it something th- yeah. different doesn't matter we talk about the same feeling
2: yeah
1: yeah uh and 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 in order to to generate that feeling you you, you need to establish that dialogue with silence
0: yeah well jacques um I mean it it's such a, a dream come true to be able to sit with you and, and have this conversation and um I could keep talking for hours about this stuff with, with you and I know you probably have have a lot more to share. Um but one of the one of the the restrictions with having in demand and award winning saxophonist on the podcast is that you're a busy guy. I know that you're also teaching at Berkeley. Um let's talk about that a little bit. How did you uh, I know you went to Berkeley, how how long have you been teaching at
1: Berkeley? I've been teaching uh 5 years now, right? And uh uh I'm exclusively directing ensemble. So I'm a full-time uh ensemble professor.
2: Okay. Uh, uh
1: at first I, I you know, I decided not to engage in uh teaching the saxophone. Right. Uh I did not want to think of myself as just teaching scales and you know, that kind of stuff. I -hmm. I, I want to, I want to teach music. Uh, but as I am getting back into, uh, you know, developing my saxophone technique and, and all, and, and virtuosity and all that stuff, uh, I'm thinking that maybe, I will start teaching the saxophone because I, I, I have a renewed love for just the instrument. Yeah. You know, at this point, if I didn't uh, write uh, one more piece of music and I just uh, played uh, the saxophone for the rest of my life, I would still be a just, you know, uh, a, a greatly happy man.
0: That's amazing.
1: Full field individual. Yeah. Uh, because of. Uh, just the joy derived from just playing my instrument.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: That's amazing.
1: Uh, so uh, I think I, I'm I would be able to to actually communicate this to a student at this point.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, thanks for for graciously you know giving us so much of of giving me so much of your time and 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 the audience watching. Um, before we wrap up this conversation, I want to play a bit uh, of a, a quick. Uh, rapid fire question game with you so i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit here so we're gonna start it off with just some word associations and then i'm gonna end it with three questions all right so uh just quick phrases what do you think of when you hear coltrane the name coltrane
1: universe infinite uh the greatest uh, uh you know uh it's the the Alpha and, 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 and Omega, the beginning and the, the end. <laughs> what do you
0: think of when you hear
1: the term Creole jazz? Uh it is it was the origin of jazz. The the first jazz was Creole jazz. And I think it's the future.
0: Mm, amazing. Now I want you to uh we're gonna end it off with uh Three, two, one. I want you to name uh, three records that have been really influential for you, two saxophone players, and then leave the audience with one piece of advice.
1: Okay. So uh, I would say Ballads uh, by John Coltrane. Uh, And... um, uh, then two saxophone players uh of call called train uh and uh dexter Gordon. okay uh and uh one last piece of advice bit, yeah one piece of of, of advice uh I, I would say uh time is 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 your friend if you practice every day
2: huh oh. Hmm.
1: Time is not your friend if you practice sporadically because you are constantly, uh, uh taking a step backward and then having to catch up right. again, right. just to start from where you left off.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: you wasting, if you're wasting a lot of time trying to just maintain, uh, then you're just wasting time. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But 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 uh, if you practice every day, you you find the time how no matter how exhausted you are, yeah, to to put in uh, at least a solid hour. Yeah, you know, even when I'm 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 jet lagging like crazy, <laughs> uh, I, I'm 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 hungry. I don't know when I'm gonna get my next meal between this and the the sound check and whatever. I, I make sure that 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 I put in a solid hour. Yeah. And, and and when I'm home, you know, uh and I have a little time for myself, I I, I try to, to hit the four hour mark. Yeah. you know, just push myself. Uh and and at this stage of, of my, my career a lot of my colleagues, you know, they they only practice when they have a gig. Uh uh so they constantly play and catch it no matter no matter how good they sound. Right. Right. Uh but but mm. if if you keep practicing, first of all, time is is going to be your ally, and 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 then it will always be a quest because you will always progress. Right, right. The uh, and, and things start going south when you're getting bored with your own self.
0: Yeah. <laughs> man that advice is resonating so much with me right now thanks so much jack you know how can um anybody watching right now connect with you whats uh just kind of share your social media um um handles and your website with us
1: i, I think uh, uh in in instagram twitter, okay. twitter is probably Sonekala. okay uh, uh my uh instagram is uh jacques j a c q e s underscore Schwartzbart Schwartz without at yeah C h w a r z, b a r t, Schwarzburg without a T is is is, uh, is, is uh, more the the Jewish side which we haven't talked about. Um, I, my, my, my father is uh, was Jewish, okay. uh, is, is a Holocaust survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a Holocaust survivor. Yes, uh, and and uh, uh, the absence of t signals the the non german origin of the of of the name
0: okay so Jacques, it's I, i've been feeling this since we've been having this conversation um if time permits and um if the opportunity avails itself i would love to have you back for part 2 sometime in the future and maybe on a on a subsequent season to talk about a little bit more okay. i feel like if there's a lot more that we haven't really touched on as yet
1: i'm right? afraid so i'm afraid so yes and you're
0: also a family man so you know i love to talk about about
1: you know how jazz yes, musicians so much to say about balancing music and family yes absolutely
0: yeah so um hopefully we get another opportunity to 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 chat a bit more jack thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat with me it's been a pleasure um
1: it, it, it's, it's great connecting with you you know I, 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 having been to Trini so many times yes. I, I, I feel like I, i'm almost like a uh, citizen on a risk, Absolutely. So, uh, you know, m- m- maybe uh, uh, I'll I'll move to to training <laughs> on my old days. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Close, I'm, I'm close to my heart.
0: Yes, absolutely, man. And um, hopefully we get a chance to meet again sometime in in, in the future. And um, I know you your your latest CD is Stone Color Two. Yeah, 2. Stone Color Two. Stone Color Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, I, I just, uh, uh, three weeks ago recorded, uh, the, my Harlem suite, uh, oh, yes, I saw that. with the, uh, uh, Marcus Gilmore, Terrilyn Carrington, yes. uh, Sullivan Fortner, Victor Gold Go, and, and Matt Penman. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, th- th- this one is, uh, more in the vein of, uh, modern, uh, American jazz but of of course everything that i we just talked about phrasing thinking yeah uh uh of, of jazz in, in, in pre- improvisation through the the spectrum of uh uh rhythmic melody yeah or melodic rhythm yeah. uh and, and and displacements also a lot of displacements in there you know prepare to uh, face some type of uh uh, cognitive <laughs> uh, 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 d- dissonance and consonance uh, at the same time, yeah, uh, b- b- with the uh, w- with the rhythmic concept behind it, and yeah, yeah, that uh, this is going to be ne- the next one.
0: Amazing! I'm 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 I can't wait! I uh, just want to take an opportunity right now to shout out uh, one of my subscribers on YouTube, um, Emily St- Emily Steinwall, an amazing saxophone player here in in Toronto. And um, I love just kind of taking uh, 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 the opportunity to shout you out because you guys um, have been amazing with season one of the podcast. And um, thanks for the support. Jax, my pleasure to have you on the podcast. And um, hopefully we'll have you back to um, for part two. I hope this conversation, guys, have been has been inspirational. I know that I'm, I'm going to pick up my saxophone right now and go shed because I'm, I'm so inspired. I hope that it helps you to keep taking ground in your personal, professional, and creative journeys. See you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Take
1: care.